Dente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Kyle. I, tr- I, I botched it again. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and I'm Noah. I'm so used to the soft opening. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, um, hey, we're, we're doing another Monster Stocks, y'all. Yep. Monster Stocks <laughs> 3? <laughs> yeah, um, I think this is Trace. And we're going to be talking about the Toronto Tunnel Monster. Because we need some more Canadians. Yeah. Ones, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we need some Can- ones that, Canada yeah. is a large place, so there's yeah, got to be plenty of weird critters out there. As long as they're not Wendigos. How, co- how come like, Bigfoot just don't live in Canada? Oh, they do. Like, oh, wait. Okay. Why don't they just live in Canada? Like okay, I got you. If they existed somewhere, it'd be Canada. Because oh, yeah. a lot of Canada is just forests. Well, remember, last time we did this show, we had the Guy Fie- uh, I mentioned the Guy Fieri of Bigfoot that live in northern Ontario. Oh, right. <laughs> the Frosted blonde- tips. Yeah, the blonde top. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, He's so Chad man. and Alpha that no other Bigfoot betas can get up there. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Toronto Tunnel Monster. I hope you boys did your research because I did mine. I did all of several readings <laughs> of articles. I watched some. I watched some videos. I, I think we might have all read the same, uh, like Wikia articles <laughs> yeah, about the cryptid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that little comic on there. But like, yeah, I learned a lot of interesting things about this monster. Yeah, yeah. No, it. It's interesting because it started off basically just off that one sighting in the 70s. Of- <laughs> yeah, well, it was like 79, it was late 70s or something like that, and just like... Alright, so yeah. let's give a brief overview of this critter, because I want to give it a stock rating. Alright. I've All already right. forgotten the scale, but <laughs> I think it was really simple, from like negative 10 to positive 10, so if yeah, it that wasn't that, right. then yeah, it that is now. Better. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Mm. Who so. wants to review it? <laughs> who wants to go first? <laughs> who wants, who wants to, to present their... All right, so basically, it is exactly what it says on the label then. It is a critter that lives in the sewers of Toronto because, like, it used... Toronto used to... A lot of rivers and streams and waterways and stuff like that and now they're all underground (laughs) yeah exactly and basically it's just like spoken of as this like fuzzy bipedal critter that like lived in these rivers before they built tunnels over them and like physical descriptions from what i have seen sort of vary from account to count um as does like origin and everything but that's basically the gist of it. Yeah. Does anyone else have anything um, they would like to add to that? Well, um, based on the article, uh, the newspaper article that spawned all of this, uh, the Tunnel Monster of Cabbage Town, because Lord knows we- Toronto is known for two names back in the day, Hogtown and Cabbage Town. <laughs> that is unfortunate. Yeah. I'm sorry, Toronto. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, apparently on, in, the, in August of 1978, um, a man named Ernest 
um, lost one of his kittens, and it uh, Hemingway. traced it down. Yeah, Ernest Hemingway, or Ernest Scared Stupid. Uh, um, <laughs> that movie terrified me as a child, oh, straight up. Too. It, it fucking freaked me out. But, yeah, so he, he apparently uh, traced the kitten's uh, whereabouts to a small hole in the ground near, um, or on his property, which went into a larger tunnel and linked up to the sewers. And when he went uh, went and kind of like started going in with a flashlight, he saw this large, this like silhouette of a creature, um, like monkey sized. And apparently it had, it was three foot long, large teeth, weighing maybe about 30 pounds with slate gray fur and had red and orange slanted eyes and told him to go away multiple times. <laughs> Wait, hold on. The, the creature. The monster said go away? The creature spoke to him. I'll never forget it. This is what Ernest says. Uh, it said, go away, go away, in a hissing voice. So, sorry. Go oh, away, dunk. go away. <laughs> oh, Dunk, I really hate that, actually. I, I didn't know that it could talk. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Um... <laughs> And, so, yeah, he basically just, like, doped right out of there, shaking in fear. And apparently yeah, he didn't actually... I'd do the same thing. Yeah, apparently he didn't... Uh, he he uh, didn't initially go to the, the newspaper because, um, I mean, he was afraid that people would think that he was drunk or worse, crazy back in that time. And it yep. really only came to light because somebody from the Toronto Sun um, heard one of his friends who had heard it from him, because he told his family and friends about the the encounter... And then this guy from the Toronto Sun heard of that from like that, and then got a hold of him and wrote the article. That's wild. Yeah. Okay, so it sounds to me like the basis for our stock is furry little monkey eating cats and living in a sewer. Yeah, that's like the cryptid, like the baseline, like, actual like cryptozoology like probably angle from it so so then so what we're dealing with mm-hmm. is a sewer elf <laughs> all right yeah it is a very very hungry possibly alien little critter it's a juvenile elf looking to eat a bunch of cats oh god also did you guys ever see that, that movie those movies critters Oh god. oh god! It's just it's just like a weird version of one of those guys, the crates. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give the Toronto Tunnel. Mo- mm. All right, so I want to divorce my stock estimate from like it being geographically locked in Toronto. Yeah. Okay. And I'm trying to hold back a sneeze right now, but so. If we are just approaching sewer alf territory, <laughs> just like a hungry little cat eating, I guess like cat a cobra, like it's a cat chupacabra. <laughs> it has been described um, as like a Canadian version of the chupacabra. Oh, dunk. That's, <laughs> I'm sorry again, Canada. Can't yeah, even get the chupacabra. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give its current stock estimate. Definitely right now it's a negative 10. Like, it wow. can go no lower, Damn. in my opinion. I think my projection for this stock is maybe negative 6. I don't really see this critter as having much upward mobility. Well, that's just like, I mean, to be fair, that's the 
like the cryptid side of it, I see this kind of having as like multiple avenues, at least for stocks for like creating a horror, like creating a story of some kind for it. Like maybe okay. kind of bringing it like back, bringing it, <laughs> bringing it back. Um, because you've got oh, but- several like avenues uh, with this monster. Like we have the cryptid thing with the, it just being like a weird un- subterranean cat eating monkey monster. But then we have mm-hmm. like the alien tunnel bases that apparently are connected to it through conspiracy theories. Um, I'm sorry, what the fuck did you just say to me? So, <laughs> Toronto's <laughs> interesting when it comes to urban legends because we've got a no, lot no, of... No, 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 don't don't work your, don't work words around this. What the fuck did you just say to me? So, did you say that there are some people that think that this thing has an underground alien city? Well, yes. According to an article of, by the Torontoist... When they were doing... No, 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 no! <laughs> I'm not past this yet! <laughs> Does this, this thing have a city full of other sewer elves? Yes, apparently. That is one theory. Uh, Dunk! Okay, I'm ready to adjust my stock then. Like, one. I, I think we can get this into the positives. If you want to make a negative stock on this one, you know, like a reverse stock where you want the stock not to be great, <laughs> too late now because this fucker's going straight up to the positives. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, like, so there's the, that, the other thing. We'll, we'll touch on that in a second. But then there's also, um, t- again, Toronto has a lot of, um, like you said, a lot of underground rivers now because we basically just built over rivers. <laughs> Um, Makes sense. And uh, a lot, a couple of one of the other theories, working theories, is that it's a vengeful nature spirit. Um, oh, that's one that I saw too. Um, now, is the one that you read about? And forgive my pronunciation. Uh, the Meme Guasi. That's that's like the phonetic the one, yeah. breakdown. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Small water spirits um, usually reside, or usually said to inhabit rivers or river banks of the Algonquin mythologies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, and yeah, like I honestly, I don't know if those spirits eat cats though. I no, think they're sort of more just little jerks. But uh, yeah, no, like, but the thing is, like, he's it did, like based on the encounter, like, <laughs> I'd be pissed off too if my home was put underneath a uh, an overpass. <laughs> yeah, that that is that is true actually. Um, also, the fact that, like, uh, yeah, yeah uh, Toronto has a bunch of, um, like, man-made subterranean rivers, but we also have a lot, uh, at least one or two, hit, like, actual subterranean rivers, like, cave systems that, like, or tunnels, like, natural tunnel systems that are, feed into uh, uh, Lake Ontario. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and that could be the explanation for why Toronto gets the uh, the urban legends of, like, under, under, underground bases and underground cities. <laughs> Because it's kind of like New York, except like New York light <laughs> when it comes to the subterranean stuff. New, New York, New York's most like as someone who lives right next to the, that awful, awful city, <laughs> um, it's mostly just like crocodiles and like rat kings, as far as I know. Yeah, I, I just mean like all the, I, like the the hobo um, uh, community that they found, like that was like living there with like Wi-Fi and stuff of that, or was that? Is that a real thing? That might have been New York, but like two mayors ago, the mayor of New York City killed all the homeless people, so... Great. Jesus. Rounded them all up and killed them. You want to talk legitimate conspiracy theories? That's an actual New York conspiracy theory, and it's one that I actually probably think happened at least a little bit. We need to purge. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Um, but yeah, New York, New York has a lot of like underground shenanigans. Like, there's yeah. all sorts of abandoned subway and like cow tunnels and stuff underneath the city. So yeah, and it, yeah, it was Giuliani. Giuliani killed him. I just had to Google which one it was. <laughs> yeah, and I mean Toronto definitely has the underground stuff. Like, if you look up like underground burrowing projects, because they have like these giant like subway makers, basically uh, these giant like drills and. Mm-hmm. Again, like Toronto was called Hogtown, so I was I assumed there'd also be tunnels for like moving pigs all over the place, moving all Much those like stinky cattle. little boys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so we have the spirit angle. We have like the ventral nature spirit angle, or like this thing that's been festering underneath the streets of Toronto in the polluted waters of their old rivers. There's also the alien angle. Yeah, which and now. also then the alien city angle. Which just Noah, like, what do you got now? I want to combine the two and oh, make it an alien spirit. Oh my okay, god. Okay, so it's like it's like a nature spirit from a different got... planet. Oh, okay. okay. Ooh. Alright, that's fresh as fuck. Yeah. We don't get that actually a lot. Like it's Yeah, I I I'm trying to think. I can't think of a single thing. It is I I want to make the Toronto Tunnel Monster an alien spirit from a different planet or different dimension. Yeah. That that has instituted itself underneath the city of Toronto. That would be just the one badass. Uh, I, I could, there could be more. No, 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 I want just the one because if we give me the reins to Alien Spirit City, I'm gonna go buck wild. And I, I want to be more restrained because horror is about restraint. Yeah, that's true. You know, gotta hold off that horror nut. don't don't ever hire me to like explain how storytelling works y'all yeah (laughs) because i will always make a nut allegory god (laughs) do you guys want me to go into that um that article that had the uh the the creepy or the weird like tunnel or the the claim of a monster base (laughs) underneath yes yes let's talk about that so is that the torontoist one that you yeah the torontoist one yeah apparently this guy named i haven't read that yet Commander X, and that's all we get from him. Um, and his his books are actually on Amazon. I was tempted to buy the one that apparently claims this this story. Um, it's he claims that uh, there's like weird, uh, str- strange magnetic effects uh, in the area around um, Church and Gerard Street, um, and like around where Carlton Street is as well. Uh, and it shows signs of like an underground alien base because of those magnetic weird magnetic fields. <laughs> um, and I mean, also like like there's not real much credibility to it because obviously like those strange magnetic fields have never actually been proven. But you know, you put it in a book, you're fine. <laughs> Fucking magnets! How do they work? Yeah, yeah. Like, apparently, uh, I, his, I believe it. Apparently, his um, his reasoning was that well, I mean, uh, Church and Gerard have the, has the worst um, uh, uh, worst rate for like car crashes and stuff of like that. So it's like, oh well, the strange magnetic fields affect the cars and the traffic lights and stuff around there. Oh shit, guys. That means that back when I lived home, when I was growing up with my parents, the intersection where all those cars crashed into each other and they eventually had to put a stoplight there because of how many people got hit by cars and cars hit other cars, that means – does that mean that there's a chance that there's an alien ALF base under my town? A small colony maybe? 
Yeah, oh, yeah there's dunk. a definite possibility. <laughs> yes. Dunk, 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 dunk. Uh, I I also, wanna, all right, I'm going to go yeah. dig it up. Bye, everybody. <laughs> all right. Uh, I also do like that the article mentions, it's like, it's like well, the, like, the real world credibility is lacking, although it might explain why neo-Nazi whack job and hollow earth enthusiast Ernst Zundel Zundel. lived nearby on Carlton Street before being booted from the country in 2005. (laughs) That is a... Wow. That's quoted from the Torontoists article. Yeah, I guess you can just kick neo-Nazis out of your country. I really wish that, like, America would get on that shit already. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. Also, hollow earth whack job. (laughs) Do y'all believe in the hollow earth? I like the stories. I don't believe... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, it it makes for good pulp. (laughs) Would y'all fuck a Morlock? <laughs> I see you saw the other part of the article, or like yeah. the other mention of that. Well, yeah, Morlocks do live under the ground in the hollow earth, yeah. and so do the lizard people. Would y'all fuck a lizard people? It depends. Uh, yeah. I'd fuck a lizard people. A people. I'd fuck, I'd fuck all of them. I'd get in that lizard gangbang. <laughs> all right. So... so. <laughs> Welcome to Horny Stocks. <laughs> oh God. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, do you think that do you think there's a market for monster pornography in like all seriousness? I, I know. There <laughs> of is. course there is. <laughs> yeah, I bet there is. I have that monster girl thing. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> all that out. <laughs> no. Good. Okay. Fine. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. So we have the, then yeah. our story begins. Yeah. How do we get what? with with one? alien spirit a spirit that somehow got brought here because of aliens and it's living underneath we want to keep it in toronto yeah yeah sure okay yeah i mean that makes sense otherwise what are we doing here um okay underneath toronto do now now do we want it to be like extraterrestrial or do we want it to be extra dimensional hmm oh do you mean like a cthulhu Oh, I mean, yeah, like, it's something from a, a parallel dimension that, like, ended up in our dimension. Like, phased it somehow. A, yeah. Is it weird that I like the idea of it being a nature spirit from an alien planet that somehow ended up here? That I do works. like that idea. What if we can, we can go all spirits within on this? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, super in, I never knew how interested I was in the idea of aliens having their own cryptids until right fucking now, <laughs> and I'm so enthused that I want to write, like, a splat book about different aliens and the cryptids from their home planet. Please do. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds really cool. tight as fuck. I'm gonna make a note. BRB. Yeah. I, w- I was actually, uh, like, what we always think of, like, aliens as being, like, scientifically uh, empowered and, like, technologically advanced. What if they're just, like, crazy occultist types? Oh, dudes! Like, like space wizards? Yeah, well, yeah, or space sh- or that. like space shamans or like space wizards. Yeah, like the or space uh, space <laughs> spiritualists, space, space yeah. crowleys. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, because like one thing that drives me nuts about science fiction is like all aliens are always presented as this like homogenous fucking body. In the same way that in fantasy, it's like all elves are just humans that are like 
a little bit like Nicer. haughty <laughs> and hug trees. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's boring as fuck. Look at humanity. We have a bunch of people in the year of our Lord 2018 that still think the fucking earth is flat and also still hollow and full of <laughs> lizard people. Like I, there's no fucking way aliens fixed that shit because if they did, then they can be named King of Magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, the idea of fringest aliens has me really hot right now. I think that's fucking cool. But that's not super prevalent. Is there an alien Bigfoot hunter in this story? Do we want to have one? And how bad do we, like... How, how what if our main character is an alien? Be? Okay. Like... So, like, have so, a... Wait, so, now hold we're on, finding creepy pasta for aliens. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> so is it going to be, like, be like the stranger and how or who or why he left or why or who or uh, how or why he stayed by uh, Mike Mignola, the Hellboy stuff? I have, I have Zilcho. Oh, sorry, not the stranger. The visitor. reference for that. Um, I still nothing. Um, so here's here's my idea. We do it from the the, the classic first person perspective, and it's an alien, right? And this gives us a way to isolate our protagonist, and maybe the twist about it being an alien is something that we can find a find a way to like weave in. But basically, it's this alien Bigfoot hunter who has come to Toronto specifically to find this spirit that you know it knows isn't native to the planet. And it's looking for this spirit because this, like the the tunnel monster, doesn't seem particularly dangerous. It sort of just wants to be left alone. Yeah, it seems like. And then I think we can we don't have to ever describe the alien, but if we have humans react really like in fear to the protagonist, that could kind of create an interesting ending. I don't see this as being a particularly like serious story Mm -hmm. in this vein, but it does sort of seem a little fresh to me. So it might not be scary. It might just be like, oh, that's a neat little twist. Yeah, and then, like, do we want to... We don't want... Do we want to maybe not reveal that he's an alien until, like, near the end kind of thing? Oh, yeah, big time, big time, big time. People just act negatively to him, or, like, he's very secretive about his identity, or, like, very secretive about, like, what he does. Oh, Um, I'm saying he's, like, (laughs) full-on, like... Pincers, carapace, <laughs> alien. Okay, so you're going like, and like on, like just inhuman, mm-hmm. inhuman, hiding from the fringes of society. Like, put an emphasis on like, ooh, I can't get caught, or I'm going to get in trouble with the authorities. But turns out that it's like alien authorities, or like some Area 51 Men in Black authorities type shit. Yeah, and then maybe human people trying to find the tunnel monster encounter him or it and realize and like react as if as if it is the monster now i am worried we are about to go down a predator 2 <laughs> route i never watched predator 2 uh, well it's predator in the city so and shit and his his base or was in the sewers <laughs> Oh fuck! Yeah. So the tunnel monster is guys. just I'm sorry. the predator. <laughs> also, you were kind of like uh, you—you basically just described an episode from Archie's Weird Mysteries. So hey, damn it, Archie related. <laughs> All right, fine, fine. Our main character is an alien. Sorry, um, no, it's fine. Um, listen, it was a big ask. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. 
So what do we want then? Who's who's our main person? I feel like we've done boys both episodes. I'm thinking we should yeah. we should pick up a femme. That's true. Um, I mean, I, I was just gonna say maybe have like a a utility worker. Yeah. There, there's okay. there's plenty of and, work and for subterranean workers. <laughs> a reason yes. to be down there. Yeah, yeah, definitely gives you a reason. Um, I like it. Actually, I think even the wiki had an interview with somebody from like the the sewer system, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't know if I believe uh, this whole like tunnel monster thing, but I mean, if you live, w- you work down in the sewers long enough, you see some things." That was literally what one, f- yeah. That was one of their. That was one of the person's like comment to the whole like sewer monster thing. That and he and they worked down in the like subterranean. That's Toronto area. That's some <laughs> shit. That's like yeah. You work on a boat long enough <laughs> and you start seeing manatees as mermaids. Like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. um, but I could say like maybe like a like a utility worker or a survey crew, like somebody that's doing like okay, surveys yeah. of like some old tunnels. Yeah. Or like the uh, or, the river systems or something. Yeah, or even like um, maybe even a cop like going in because uh, I think it was two years ago they found um, a tunnel system in a park uh, near a uh, convention center in Toronto, and they were all concerned that it was like some kind of like terrorist plot or something like that. And they like went in because it would been like basically a tunnel like that could basically fit a person like a full adult person, and it went stretched like about maybe 20, 30 feet. Um, and it had, like, the right structuring and all that stuff. And it turned out it was just some guy who, who just had gone out there over, on the weekends and dug a tunnel because he wanted to have a fort. But, like, <laughs> have it be, like, darker than that or, like, less mundane That's than that. That's a hero. And, like, because ha- like, like, the cops and, like, the police um, and authorities were all about it. Like, the newspapers were talking about it. And this guy basically just, like, I, I just did it to... Make it make a fort. <laughs> I think I heard about that. Yeah, I wanted to have the, the, the tightest fort. The, the reason why they well the uh, the reason why they were also concerned was because they weren't sure if it was like some kind of plot uh, because there was an event going on in the in the I think it's the Rexdale Convention Center or the Rexdale Arena or something some kind of sports uh, complex. Hmm. And yeah, like it's just again like a tunnel system that they just found in the middle of a park. <laughs> So yeah, like them, like doing that's like, weird. Investigating that, and then it go deeper into like the more creepy pasta stuff. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it's like he's in the sewer, yeah, or or and yeah. um, and then there's like a tunnel in the sewer where previously there was not, and it looks like hewn by hand. Oh, maybe. okay, yeah. So like, yeah, I was as soon as you said like in the sewer, and they find like a tunnel, I, I was immediately thinking of like. Just something dug through the concrete <laughs> into the, yeah, into the exactly. side of the wall. That's where I'm at, too. Ooh, okay. So let's... How do we feel about also incorporating sort of the water spirit angle from this? Like, maybe the the cuts look like they were made with, perchance, like a high-pressure water cutter. Okay, yeah. That works. Yep. Um... I would say, like, as it gets closer, like, as, as it's pursuing our, our protagonist, um, like, the water might either, like, rise or lower to kind of signal its presence. Ooh. Oh, no. That's how you get hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> in for hepatitis. All right. Yeah. Um, so... 
like so what is our what is our our spook what is our scare because <laughs> this creature doesn't seem like particularly aggressive and I'm also one thing that I hate about creepypasta stories is like and then he was eating a live cat. Yeah. Like, yeah. that kind of bullshit is mm-hmm. super not scary and is super boring. So, like, what is our scare? What is our creature's reason for fucking with this person? Um, what if it's territorial to the old river systems, but the territory is also... Because, of, like, of all the tunnels that are coming in... What if its its territory is basically growing? Like it's it feels like it can it, it can expand its territory now. Is this another period piece set during when the tunnels were being initially constructed? I mean, it could go uh, like because it would be basically between the seventies, like late seventies to the two thousands. Like that's because that could be time. interesting. Because then we have a reason to explore that. That tunnel. To be fair, could rather I... than it's 2018, and of course I'm not going down that tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Whereas it's it's 1979, and like, oh, this must be one of the new tunnels that they were constructing, or whatever. Yeah, like I, I, don't... I guess I better go and finish my survey. I wonder if the subway. I, I don't know if the Toronto subways were being done well, we... that long. <laughs> We'd have to figure out, like, what... Basically, I'm presenting this story is being pitched at whatever point the subways or the the sewer tunnels were being built. Oh, 1954. Give give us that suspension of disbelief. Yeah, about 1950s. Was when they they began it. It's the 50s. Hitler has just been defeated. (laughs) The Um, 50s works because, I mean, people were dumb. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Yeah, they were dumbish. Okay, so maybe this is one of those just, like... I found my grandpappy's diary. I don't know why I sound like a grandpappy, but I found my grandpappy's diary, and he spoke of something in the shores of Toronto. I, I was almost thinking, like, if we said it, like, shortly after, like, maybe a few years, even, like, a like a year or two after the um, the article goes out, like, the 19, after 1978, what if it's just, like, somebody who had heard about that article and was, like, interested? It's like, curiosity killed the calf. <laughs> Oh, thanks. You just wanted to get that pun in, didn't you? I didn't you? even realize it until I was halfway through it. <laughs> oh, it fits. Damn. Okay. Hmm. I, I think I'm sold on the utility worker. Yeah, I do like the utility worker aspect. Because, like, apparently there's a lot... You can get a lot of, like, weird stories from them. <laughs> Based yeah, on that one yeah, guy, on that one person's uh, <laughs> t- uh, comment. So... Yeah. Yeah, so so our utility worker is just like working in the tunnels, maybe mapping out like, maybe they're doing. We can just plot it as they're planning on doing some expansions to like certain tunnels. Yeah. For you know, for whatever reason, and it stumbles into like this thing's territory nest kind of area, and then it just kind of like chases them around the tunnel for a bit. Yeah, like they're surveying, and then they stumble across one of the naturally occurring tunnels. Mm-hmm. Like river tunnels. What if it's nice? What uh, if? What if? And whole, whole whole. Follow me here. What if it's a nice monster? And what if the area that the human has walked into is straight up dangerous for the human? Oh, so like, it's like maybe a- there's methane gas that's been like 
a little bit of a leak because this creature can talk and it continually says like go away yeah. in that story we heard. So what if now we sort of have that like voices bouncing off of an echoist chamber aesthetic, a lot of like go aways and like angry hissing, just like general ways to try and get this person to leave. But we learn towards the end of the story that it was for his own good. Yeah. Be- because yeah. like he's going to something in here might kill him if he's not very careful, like a sinkhole or or something. Yeah, I, I definitely think that you could have it basically it being sort of like a, a mistaken, not mistaken identity, but a mistaken um, purpose kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like zero context. His assumptions are against him. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that called the zero context problem or something? Like we we think we think it's monstrous mm. because it looks monstrous, and then it's actually just trying to help us. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Something something along those lines. Yeah. So basically, uh-huh. make this creature kind of like a Tommy knocker, like the um, outside context problem. That's the one. Yeah, um, where it's huh. like trying to warn you of something underground, and it's actually not. It's it's doing it in a monstrous way, but it's really just trying to get you away from something that's worse, like something. Yeah, the ground, like, the, the environment yeah. is toxic to the human to the the, the human occupant. Um, either like again, like a method, like we said, a methane um, leak or something like that, or what flooding? Maybe what if what if the monster doesn't eat cats? Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't say the, the cat part necessarily having to be yeah, a, a well, absolute. Yeah. Er- Are you familiar with canaries and coal mines? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. What if that's the first reference that something's off? Like, it does not have. It's not a mangled cat. We just like as the dude is walking, he steps on something soft, and like he looks down and it like picks his foot up, and there is a dead cat. Like. Which I know isn't great, but like maybe yeah. this cat also wandered down into the sewers. But like following the methane thing, and again, does not have to be methane. It's just what I'm working with for this example. It um, could be the other dimension that the thing came from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm Sold. So. Oh shit. Okay. <clears throat> so whatever alien thing like sustained this creature. Yeah. It is toxic to human life. Other creatures. Yeah. Because it's an alien spirit creature. And, like, that is why it lives in the sewers, because, like, this air that it breathes or whatever, like, whatever this chemical it needs that functions as an additive with oxygen in high quantities, which is where this guy is heading towards, it becomes lethal to, to like, earthling lungs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that, Noah. Okay, yeah, I'm done with that, yeah. Okay. So, so then... Yeah, where do we go now, boys? Yeah, because so we have like the utility worker finds finds a tunnel that shouldn't be there when he's surveying, and then starts getting spooks of like, or like weird warnings and messages, or like weird warnings and callings, of, and then again sees the dead cat. Um, maybe notes that like it's strange. It's like, do we want to have it like note him note that it's, it's strange that it just looks at the cat? It, like there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with the cat. Like, I no, think he should note it. But I also think he should blame this monster. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that, yeah, that that works. It, it, it seems like yeah. something up, got it. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe up have, until the up until the twist reveal. Maybe have he, like whatever sort of tracks this thing is leaving like nearby. Yeah. 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 Ooh, that's good. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
and then yeah, I'm just trying to I'm trying to think of like where to go next after because this guy's getting spooked. <laughs> I think that this is just a very short story. It could be, yeah. And yeah. He, I don't think we need to really have this like so, classic arc. So yeah, so I think we we discover the cat, we discover yeah. the markings, um and then, the like, echoing voices. Yeah, there's some echoing voices. The guy gets, or our protagonist gets lost for like a little bit, and then he's chased out. Yeah, so we do get thing. a reveal of the creature itself, like of some kind, or like, like maybe a at least a little bit yeah, like, of it. The silhouette with the glowing the whole red eyes. <laughs> yeah, for sure, we need the glowing red eyes. But how do we figure out? How do we get the protagonist? Okay, what if the protagonist passes out? Actually. Because he gets too close to this toxic thing, but then he wakes up back at the mouth of the tunnel, and when he looks back, he can see the thing's footsteps and his drag mark, basically. Like, this thing got yeah. him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think as we discover the cat, like, there could be some, like, you know, starting to feel, like, lightheaded, that kind of thing, where, like, yeah. the, the atmosphere is affecting them. And like he they, writes it off to like panic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um passes out and then like as he's being dragged out, he like comes to for like half a second, like get catches a glimpse of something dragging him, or he feels like himself dragging, and then he's at the tunnel. And yeah. waking up like for sure. And then he's just like, uh, I'm just gonna get out of here. <laughs> it's like yeah, nope. yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can we can leave it as like an inferred like what do you think happened? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it still gives you enough to realize without being like, and then I saw the alien architecture and I cannot even describe yeah, the yeah, shapes. Yeah, yeah, we, don't, we don't go enough. to a, yeah, no, <laughs> we don't go to that. We, yeah. We don't go into the mountains of madness. effect. <laughs> so basically what I'm hearing is that we're basically recounting one of the stories that that subterranean worker, um, had, after comment, uh, well, before commenting on, yeah, this shit, this sh- there's some weird shit down there. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's wild. <laughs> it's it. It could be even like a. We could do it in like a a newspaper interview kind of style, where it's somebody interviewing somebody. Yeah, like after their shift at work about this one event kind of thing. Oh, we do it in like this is an entry from like a National Enquirer piece mm-hmm. yeah like really cast out on this whole sitch in universe yeah that could i be love fun. this yeah. i like this story i don't i don't think that there's very many good ways to tell a story with this critter but i think that this is a pretty pretty darn good story fellas yeah 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 i think I'd, like thinking on it now like for the story like for the creature itself like the the kind of like the speculation of like what everything around this like central sighting in the seventies mm-hmm. is more interesting than trying to like than trying to focus it into something. But like I do like the story that we've tried to focus into it. But like you said, like trying to expand the the creature, like it's it's a little bit more difficult than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's it's just such a I don't know like there's not too too much going on it's definitely like one of those classic city monster kind of things where it's just like a thing that lives underneath the city and if you go down there it's gonna get you yeah yeah it doesn't want you down there yeah um 
Which you, you know, boys neglected to give this guy a pre-stock and what you think its <laughs> highest expectations <laughs> <did>. are. <laughs> like, I tried to get you to do that, but then you were like, "No, don't rate it at a negative ten, Kyle." <laughs> Even though I can't uh, really put actually putting it into it. Then. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> um, like I'm our story say, is obviously yeah, fine. Yeah. Like yeah. our story is good. That, but I would consider that the peak of what this critter can achieve. Like so often, yeah. the hide behind. I bet there could be scarier stories. Oh yeah. yeah. This one, I doubt it. Yeah, like so. I'm gonna put this at a negative five before, and okay. I'm gonna say a two, at most. So I definitely think you could potentially do like a a horde of these underneath the city kind of thing. Some but, Morlock shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the most part, it's 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 always described as being kind of like monkey-like, and you know, I yeah. want a. a like a howler monkey coming at me in like yeah. the tunnel. Jeez. Like it's not great, but it's not like the most horrifying thing I can yeah. think of. Yeah, like I would buy a. Pl- Here's the thing: I would buy a plush of this creature. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. like this critter's at home in like a Gravity Falls, eerie Indiana kids horror story, so that we can sell merchandise. Yeah. Shit, that brings it up to at least a three for me. <laughs> <laughs> See, with the diversity of like initially mine stock was actually at a two mainly because like just the, yeah just because of the diverse well also because i'm sorry it's just canadian patriotism yeah. um but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but also because of just the diversity i saw or the potential i saw in it like with the like again we have the nature spirit angle we have the cryptid angle we have the alien base connection kind of building okay, up right, a larger yeah. universe so that, or like building on a larger mythos to it but then like so that's your potential angle is the two okay yeah. What's your what's your adjusted number then? Probably a one. <laughs> You're the only one with a net loss because, because I, I see the potential. But then when we we like when we come to practice, like I, I do like our story. Our story is tight, but some of the the, the wonderment is gone for me. Like because mm-hmm. we're not. It's it, it we're like because we. Like it started off for me. It started off as this like kind of like oh we have this, all these different avenues, and then we can and then when we focus down on it, it's like uh, there's really no other way we could do it. So yeah, it kind yeah. Of yeah. So, loss a little bit. <laughs> so I I would I would say with some confidence that the the Toronto Tunnel Monster is absolutely a short sell stock like. Scoop it up and sell it as quickly as you can. Definitely mm-hmm. short sale. Um, without too, too much growth potential or return. You could buy very low, but I don't think you're yeah. going to make a lot of spooky bucks returns yeah. on your sale. Yeah, a quick, a quick turnaround, a quick, like, some walking around creepypasta. It's yeah. good for the young investor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The young yeah. Canadian investor. <laughs> yeah, if, the- if you're a young Canadian looking to invest in your first monster stock, this would be a good one, but don't sit on it until you're 18. Like, scoop it up and get rid of it after, like, a m- couple of months. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think that, that covers it. it. Yeah. I like the story. Mm-hmm. I think we could turn this into a, a fairly successful episode of a television series <laughs> for children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely fits in um, the Gravity Falls angle kind of creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I'm fine with that. Yeah. I like children's horror. I think children's horror is where the most inventive horror takes place. Yeah. Like, some of it's really drivelly, but, like, children's horror has to be so restrained, and some of it is so successful. Like, it's my favorite age group for horror because it doesn't have, like, needless Eli Roth gore. Yeah. It's just, yeah, like... Which is just such a pain. Or like, yeah, like, uh, like I said, like we said earlier, Ernest scared stupid, like scared us, both, like both of us as children. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, and dude, like, but there's are... no gore in that. There, it's literally just slime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At worse. There are some episodes of like R.L. Stein's The Witching Hour that is on Netflix that I watched that I was like, oh fuck this noise! Like, do not play this to me anymore because it genuinely was, like, a little unnerving. And there's still episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark that'll fucking oh, yeah. get me all all excited and scared. Yeah, Like, you just have to be willing to to restrain yourself. Restraint is horror, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do we have any idea what we want to do next? Hmm. Because um, I think yeah. we usually mention what we want to do next, unless I'm drunk. No, we do. Um, I vote for El Silbon. Okay, it is... yeah, you have to explain to me what that was, because I have no idea oh, yeah? what that is. Okay. <laughs> so El Sabon is a uh, South American, uh, basically like undead, okay. that is known... El Sabon literally translates into like the whistler. It is a whistling um, specter that kills... Um, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Like philanderers, like very horny men, like lady killers, um, and drunks. It is. Huh. It's. It's a. It's kind of a tragic figure that has to sort of arise from a very specific circumstance, and really, there's only believed to be one. That's why it's the Silbon instead of like a plural Silbon. Um. I really, really, really like this critter, um, but but there's not a lot of conflicting information on it. But that's just my pitch. I, if y'all have monsters, I'm all ears. Just based on that description, it, it kind of reminds me of a ghost story I heard while I was in Newfoundland. Uh, in St. John's, there's a um, uh, a bar. Now I can't think of the name, um, but eventually, uh, I went on one of their haunted hikes, and they were talking about. A story at that happened yep. in the alleyway, ne- like parallel to this bar, um, and the bar's been around since like the the, the city was founded, um, and apparently there's a ghost of a killed um, of a young kill of a of a young um, lady of the night, and she would yep. uh, her spirit um, has kind of like cursed the area supposedly, and basically pulls, like, sirens, like, drunks, and, like, nasty drunks. Like, not, like, just your everyday uh, drunks, but yeah, the, the guys that are, like, basically what, who killed her, and lure them into the alleyway, and then uh, after hearing a horrible guttural sp- screams, uh, people would race us to the alleyway and find an exsanguinated corpse. Ooh. Um, and, mm, and, the, like uh, and the And the creepy uh, ghost girl, like, smiling there, cackling, and then vanish. Oh fuck yeah. that shit! Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> El Sabon is is very much like a dude. Oh, like okay, it's, it's a masculine. Yeah, it, but it's like 
<laughs> it's one of the most feminist ghosts I've ever met. Yeah. And it, like, walks around with, like, a sack full of bones. Oh. Um, yeah, because, like, I don't want to give away what the actual story is if we do a full episode yeah. on it. But, um... Yeah, what if we just did an episode on monsters with sacks? <laughs> well, no, because there's, yeah. like, there's El Silbon, there's the Sack Man, there's Krampus. Like, there's a lot of, okay, I, of I, I, stuff. I was wondering if we were going to start to mention the Tanuki. <laughs> yeah, okay, so yeah. Uh, Synthroclos. Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. Noah, do you have any monster that's been tickling your fancy? I kind of like the Fresno alien. Mm. The the night crawlers, Fresno, right? Yeah, the night crawlers. Those, yeah. like the legs, basically. Fresno, yeah. they're Ale. they're like kind of cute, but, <laughs> but like we have no idea what night the hell they are. Yeah, the, K, the oh, Fresno. Oh, look at these little goofballs. <laughs> they look like clothespins. Yeah, yeah, but they they just nobody knows what they could what they what they are like. <laughs> they're just these weird they, leg white legs oh. that move. I found a really good gif of one of these little friends just sort of. They look like a fucking Pokemon that's midway through its evolution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> All right, I'm not against them either. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what cryptid are you? Take the quiz. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> um, oh, God. Okay, so the, I guess then the question comes down to: Do we want to do aliens, or or do we just want to talk offline and figure out if we're doing something completely different? Um. Uh- yeah, we could do either. Because um, I very much like how obscure the stuff we've been hitting up is. Yeah. And both of them sound really obscure. Yeah. And I mean, unless you live in, like, Colombia yeah. and Venezuela. And then it's... And Fresno, I guess. <laughs> um, I'm extra large. No, yeah, I think we could do the... Uh, we could probably do, like, a a vengeful spirit kind of topic. Where okay. we talk about, like, the El okay. Savon and... Like, the- La Llorona ties into vengeful spirits too yeah like ooh, okay so we do a vengeful spirit episode yeah, let's, yeah we can do that so then what if we all present a vengeful spirit next w- next time we do this i almost said next week <laughs> yes. next time we do this we all come with a vengeful spirit and then we all all those spirits get ratings but then we pick one and that's the one we write about okay I'm going to have to plan sure. a, uh, a little intro, though, because it's like, all right, welcome to Monster Talks, uh, part four, with a vengeance. Because <laughs> we're talking about spirits uh, with a vengeance. Anyways, yeah, I'm sorry. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, that sounds good to me. All right, cool. All right, I'm into it. All right. I'm, I'm halfway through the, the cryptid wiki personality quiz. You also <laughs> do the intros, and my, my outro will be what cryptid I am. Fair enough. All right, so, yeah, that was Monster Talk, uh, presented by Aldente Rick Mortis. Um, do you guys have uh, anything you'd like to plug right now? Before uh, I go well, into there's them? our 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 shows, yes. obviously. Mm-hmm. obviously. So yes. <laughs> there's the show that me and Kyle do, uh, Maple Syrup Blood Money, which is our Riverdale Archie Comics um, podcast. Doesn't with, have enough ghosts. It doesn't have enough no. ghosts, unfortunately. Jason needs more. The ghosts. ghost of Jason Blossom has not shown up this season. And it's really disappointing. I thought for sure that um, agent guy was going to be a ghost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's. Um, I'm Ooh. sure we'll do some episodes on the Sabrina show once that comes out. Uh, they've yeah, actually done sure. a bunch of like casting announcements for that. So nice. Um, so yeah. So that's the main show that me and Kyle do. Um, I do. Uh, a couple like role playing game podcasts, um, the role playing exchange, 
which is like the main one I do with my friends uh, Adam and Chris. And then I'm also on the Technical Difficulties Gaming Podcast, um, where I've been running like No Soul Left Behind and have been a part of a, a couple campaigns of that. Um, other than that, um, you can find like my Twitter. I'm at Kamen Otaku, K-A-M-E-N-O-T-A-K-U. Um, yeah. Uh, you can follow the Maple Syrup Blood Money um, Twitter at Maple and Blood. That's uh, M A P L E A N D B L O O D. So nice. Um, are you good? Yeah, and that that should be it for me. What about you, Kyle? You want to hit your boy up on the Twitter, which I uh, I'm still trying to use a little bit more often. Uh, it's at Best Pal Brigade. Um, relatively straightforward spelling. Um, you want to watch my uh, n- attempt to run a fantasy campaign and setting that isn't incredibly problematic, uh, you can check us out at twitch.tv slash bestpalbrigade, uh, where we stream our, our weekly games. Now, now, Kyle, when is the um, the alien elf <laughs> going to show up in this campaign? <laughs> oh, this today. I, I'm streaming today, uh, the 24th of February. Um, and I am going to put an alien elf in this episode. You rest nice. assured. All right. <laughs> but um, if you want to support like me in particular, I have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Kyle Cardi, where I post a lot of uh, role-playing content um, like – player materials and uh, GM materials. Uh, The month of March is all uh, horror-themed, so I've made a couple of Monster of the Week playbooks that I'm going to be uploading. I'm going to be making a couple of... uh, I believe there's still going to be Monster of the Week adventures that I'm going to be posting there. Um, Yeah, and if you want to, like, you know, follow me at facebook.com slash bpbgames, that really helps. Uh, We just announced our next big Kickstarter, which is Savage Tokusatsu, a uh, Savage Worlds adaptation of classic tokusatsu, uh, like Transforming Heroes and Kaiju Rules, which is just a goddamn delight, and we're receiving a lot of uh, really, really good feedback on. Uh, But yeah, that's, that's basically all I've got going right now. I'm just... March is Horror Month. Stay tuned. Nice. Always a fan of horror. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't gather that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it is, uh, what about you? Where can folks find you? Uh, yeah. Um, well, I'm at Review Cultist on uh, Twitter. And uh, our show is on Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr, um, Kiwi6, if you happen to be on Kiwi6. Um. Mm. And uh, you can also send us emails at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas or monsters that you think should get more spotlight. Um, and, uh, yeah, for... Oh, yeah, that's a huge one. What? Like, <laughs> give us leads. Yeah. yeah, it's like, it's just like, it's like, I mean... I feel like at some point, maybe down the road, we should do, like, a Wendigo one, but, like, try and find a way to break the mold of the Wendigo. But. Yeah. 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 I'd be, listen, if anyone can do it, it might be us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I believe in us. Yeah. Also, um, if you want to support the show, go to Patreon. Look up El Dente Rigamortis. We have 
backer tiers for uh, behind-the-scenes episodes, or behind-the-scenes uh, content, special episodes for the patrons, and uh, early access episodes. And if you are already a patron, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. So, until next time, this has been Eldenti Rigamores Presents Monster Stocks, Part 3. I have been your host, Review Cultist. No, I you have been your other host, Noah Carden. And I have been your winged, bat-like, primate cryptid, Kyle Ahul Cardi. That's what I got. It's a big bat <laughs> monkey in Indonesia one. that eats people. Apparently there's one like that in, uh, in North America, too, but it has antlers. <laughs> Because, of course, it does. Oh, Dunk, it's a paraton. Yeah, that's a paraton. Thank you for listening. <laughs> All right. Sleep well. <laughs> <laughs>